0: Hi and welcome to Every RomCom Now Streaming for the week of March 15th through the 22nd, 2021. Hey everyone, thanks for joining us. Jen and I will be giving you
1: some streaming recommendations as well as letting you know where you can find some of the movies from recent and upcoming episodes of the podcast.
0: We'd also like to let you know that you can now follow the podcast on social media. Our Facebook page is Every RomCom Podcast and Blog. Our Instagram is at EveryRomCom, and our Twitter handle is at EveryRomComPod. And as
1: always, you can find the podcast at EveryRomCom.com. Send us feedback at feedback at EveryRomCom.com. And if you like what you hear, please rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts so you never miss an episode. Now for the week of March 15th through the 22nd, we'll let you know what's streaming. First, here's where you can find some of the movies we've covered on the podcast.
0: Moonstruck is still available on the Roku channel. The half of it is on Netflix. 10 Things I Hate About You is still on Disney+.
1: She's the Man you can find on TNT, True TV, and TBS.
0: And the other movies we've covered can be rented from many streaming platforms or from your local library. And here's where you can find the movies we'll be talking about over the next few weeks. On Thursday, we'll be taking every rom-com to Ireland with our episode on Leap Year, the first in our upcoming travel series. Leap Year is available free with ads from IMDb TV. And just a note on this, I searched for the movie Leap Year through my Roku device, and it said that I would have to rent it through Prime. I clicked through the Rent It because we're podcasting on it, And it automatically transferred me to the free version from IMDb TV. So if you go to your Roku and see that it's saying you're going to pay money, it might not necessarily be so. Just a heads up on that. Thanks for the tip. That's awesome. And in
1: two weeks, we'll be continuing our travel series with a trip to Jamaica and how
0: Stella got her groove back, which you can find on the Roku channel. At the end of most episodes, you'll find recommendations for movies to watch as a double feature with the movie we're discussing that week. Here are the double feature recommendations for last week's film, She's the Man. So first of all, I recommended watching The Vow, which is another Channing Tatum romance movie. It is currently available on a lot of streaming services, Peacock, Telemundo, Sci-Fi, USA, E, NBC, Oxygen, and Bravo. I didn't even know half of those services existed. So there you go. So you can see The Vow on all of those. Wow. Uh, I recommended Shakespeare in Love, which you can get on Stars, And I also recommended Sidney White with Amanda Bynes, which is available on Prime.
1: Now we'll get into our recommendations for rom-coms and rom-com
0: adjacent movie and TV shows that are streaming right now. So my first pick is a movie called Drive Me Crazy, which is available on Stars. So this movie is one of my go-to rom-coms. It's, it's, it's just a fun movie. It's a fun teen rom-com. And I think it was actually one of the first movies I thought about covering for the podcast, but then we've been doing these kind of awesome series instead. But I hope we'll get around to it eventually. So it's another 1999 movie. Like we were talking about 1999 was such a great film year. It features Melissa Joan Hart and Adrian Grenier. Uh, I think that's how you say his name. And they play neighbors, Nicole and Chase, who used to be friends, but now she's become popular and he hangs out with this grunge crowd. And the plot is when Chase and his girlfriend break up and Nicole's date for this big dance falls through, they decide that they're going to fake date each other in order to make people who rejected them jealous. So that's just a classic rom-com trope. And of course uh, they start picking up feelings for each other gradually. And these actors, I think they just have such great chemistry. They play off each other really well. I wish they'd done more rom-coms together. And I probably really should have put this as a double feature with 10 Things I Hate About You, because like I said, it's another 1999 teen rom-com. And it also has Susan May Pratt, who plays Mandela in 10 Things I Hate About You. This time she plays Nicole's frenemy, and it also has a great bare naked ladies song, so they actually have a lot in common. Just their plots are a bit different. Anyway, I really recommend Drive Me Crazy. Currently available on Stars. Wow,
1: I had no idea. That's awesome. My first pick is Waking Ned Divine, uh, which you can find on Hulu. It is March, and um, so I am thinking of things that are. Irish and Irelandy and St. Patrick's Day. And this one is hilarious. It's written and directed by Nick Jones. He's a Brit. And he also directed Nanny McPhee, My Big Factory Wedding 2, Everybody's Fine. He was also one of four writers on that. And What to Expect When You're Expecting. So I had no idea and was pleasantly surprised by that. The premise of Waking Ned Devine is it's a small coastal village in Ireland, and one of the older members, it kind of focuses a lot on the older members of the community, which is a lot of fun, and I like that. One of them, Ned Devine, wins the lottery and dies of shock from it. And (laughs) his fellow townspeople attempt to claim the money, for the town in honor of Ned, who apparently was like nobody liked and was kind of a a jerk, but they try to claim this money. So it's one, you know, funny cover up after another. And (laughs) it's delightful. And it's real Irish actors really in, you know, one location in Ireland, but absolutely delightful.
0: Highly recommend. Sounds great. Sounds awesome. And that's on Hulu again, you said? Yep. Nice. Okay, cool. I'll check it out. So my second pick is one that I bet a lot of our listeners have seen, but or but if you haven't, it's Before Sunset, which is on Cinemax. And this is the 2004 sequel to Before Sunrise, which is also on Cinemax right now. So if you haven't seen Before Sunrise, definitely you need to watch that before you watch Before Sunset, so the movie will make sense. And there's also another sequel to Before Sunset which is Before Midnight which is currently on stars. These movies are a trilogy for now, but there has always been talk about maybe doing something else in the future with the same group. So all three of these movies are directed by Richard Linklater and they all star Ethan Hawke and Julie Delpy as Jesse and Celine and Before Sunset is also written by Linklater with the help of Hawk and Delpy. So he wrote the first one with another partner, but the subsequent films he's written with the actors, which is really cool having their input. And each movie has a different kind of theme related to romance. They're all just movies where these people are meeting and talking and discussing all types of subjects, but each of them covers like a different stage in a, in a relationship. And they're all set in these beautiful European locations. So Before Sunset is set in Paris. And at the beginning of the movie, Jesse is giving a book reading about the events of Before Sunrise, which is pretty cool. I love these movies. They're not very plot driven, but I've never been bored by them. The dialogue is so fascinating and interesting and the acting is so good. And I love that this movie came out in 2004. I didn't even realize it because this Before Sunset's kind of about your life being upended by passion. And in 2004, my life was upended by passion when I met my husband. So it's kind of perfect. I also just don't think I've ever seen a movie that captures the tension of people being mutually attracted to each other, but not being 100% sure whether it's going to go anywhere better than like before sunset. Uh, It's palpable. It's amazing. The acting in this movie, just fantastic. And Julie Delpy also, I'm a big fan of her just on her own. Because she's not only a great actor, but she's also directed a number of movies, including Two Days in Paris and Two Days in New York, which are also about relationships. So just everything to do with these these creators, I'm really into. But check out Before Sunset if you've never seen it before on Cinemax. Highly recommend.
1: So good. So good. I am just was nodding the whole time (laughs) with everything you said. Big fan as well. My next pick. Okay, guys, hold on to your seats. It's uh-huh. The Prince and Me. Um, and it's on Netflix and it's only there till the end of March. So you have mm-hmm. till March 31st to check this one out. It stars our girl Julia Stiles, whom we talk about and love from 10 Things I Hate About You. She's kind of the biggest star and it doesn't matter I love it because she plays a a senior in college named Paige Morgan. Okay. And she's a college age farm girl from Wisconsin. I love that. (laughs) And she goes to the University of Wisconsin at Madison, which I also love. She's in pre-med and her goal is to go to John Hopkins so that then she can work with doctors without borders. So she has, she's driven by her goal and she really wants to be a doctor. And I love that. So the other half of this story is about um, a prince from Denmark, Prince Edvard. He goes by Eddie when he's in disguise, quote unquote. Um, He is a reluctant prince. He doesn't want to be the next king. He's a womanizer and he's always looking for, you know, wild times. And he sees an ad like for wild party girls in Wisconsin. He's like, that's where I want to go. I want to go find this (laughs) one. That's what we're known for. Um, So he and his like manservant come to Madison and he, Eddie's supposed to like be uh, just a regular college student with a manservant. And um, (laughs) very, very humorous. So Paige and Eddie meet under like, you know, bad circumstances. He's like, Hey, wild party girl, let's get to, and she's like, get out of my face. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so they start off as kind of enemies, and, um, wind up helping each other with classwork, schoolwork, and of course, sparks fly. And it comes out that he's a prince. She follows him to Denmark, and she, you know, kind of comes into this princessy world and uh, is getting fitted for dresses and jewels and the whole deal. And they clearly love each other, but in the end. Oh, spoiler alert. Spoiler <laughs> alert. But yes, the spoiler is is that she realizes that she doesn't want to be second fiddle to just him being future king. She still has a dream of being a doctor mm-hmm. and working with Doctors Without Borders. And she leaves. She goes back to Madison and graduates. And I love that. I love that she stays kind of true to that dream. But then he comes after her and he's like, I respect you. I respect your dream. I'll wait for you. Ah. So completely fantastical, but I think it's really charming. I love it. The only thing that I do not buy in this movie, the fakest, untruest thing, is that they film Thanksgiving in November in Wisconsin as if it were like September. There's no snow. There's beautiful, cloud. you know, sunny skies. I mean, November in Wisconsin is cold, gray, quite possibly snow. They've got her wearing open-toed shoes. I can't stand it. Mm-hmm. So that's the only part where I'm like, wait a minute, they didn't do that. <laughs> they took some artistic liberties there. Anyhow, I truly enjoy it. Yeah, it's one that I would watch with my daughter
0: and feel good about. Cool, cool. Yep. And leaving March thirty first, you said. Yes. So everyone's on a deadline. <laughs> nice. My third pick is also on Netflix, and it is, I think, the first time where anyone's recommending a reality show on every rom-com now streaming, but this is a very different reality show. So it's called Terrace House Aloha State. And Terrace House is this whole series of Japanese reality shows, which are very different from American reality shows. Because they're not quite as dramatic. There's no like contest element. You don't see a lot of fights compared to American reality shows. And what fights you do see are much more subdued. But it's, it's a wonderful show. Like, and it's a bit of a cult obsession. There's like whole message boards where people talk about this show, pick their favorite members of the house, etc. The basic premise of the show is three girls and three guys move into a fancy house together. In Aloha State, the house is in Hawaii, but all the other seasons are set in Japan. And the idea is that most of them are single people looking to date, but a lot of these people also have a project or goal that they're working on. Like maybe they want to like start a business or they're a model or they're an aspiring musician, etc. cetera. The people cycle in and out of the house as they've sort of completed their arc. Like maybe they found someone to date or maybe they finished their project. So you get new people during every season, like a number of people. And the dating on the show moves really slowly compared to American standards. Like if somebody holds hands, it's like, ooh, look at that. But the really charming thing about this show is that not only do you see the action in the house, like what people are doing there, but there's this panel of like Japanese celebrities like and comedians who comment on what's going on in the house. And they are so funny. I just can't even explain it. You have to watch it to see. But they are hilarious. Their interaction is hilarious. And you come to really like them a lot. So the first season that's available on Netflix of the show is Terrace House Boys and Girls in the City, which was from 2016. That's also a good season, and it will definitely help you understand some of the jokes the commentators make about Aloha State if you watch it first. But Aloha State is my personal favorite. I really like that there's more cultural fusion because there's some people who are not from Japan originally interacting with Japanese people. It gives a little bit more interesting conversations. And it's also got Lauren Tsai, who a lot of people might know from her recent appearance in the movie Moxie on Netflix. And she is also a fantastic illustrator. Like Aloha State is before she was famous. And in the show, she's always working on her illustrations. And she's just really intelligent and really sweet. And I some people didn't like her because she was a little bit introverted too. But I love Lauren Tsai. I thought she's, she's my favorite member of any house on Terrace House. And you also, with Aloha State, you get this vicarious trip to Hawaii. So I I, I just think it's a great show. And I should warn you, though, that each season, if you get hooked on it, each season has just a ton of episodes. So you will get involved if you become a fan of Terrace House. And you'll probably want to watch all the seasons. But I love it. And, and you'll also learn a couple of Japanese phrases. Segoi. <laughs> anyway, I really recommend on Netflix. Cool.
1: Okay, my third pick, I kind of went retro here, guys. There are, are, I feel like, a lot of Julia Roberts flicks on Netflix right now, and I chose to talk about Runaway Bride, kind of one of my faves, directed by Gary Marshall and Mm -hmm. starring Julia Roberts and Richard Gere. This was kind of their quote-unquote reunion film after Pretty Woman. Julie Roberts plays Maggie Carpenter, a woman living in a small town in upstate New York, who has a history of ditching her fiancés at the altar. And New York City reporter Ike Turner, played by Richard Gere, catches wind of this and writes a story about it in his column without fact-checking Jen. But (laughs) rightly so. He gets fired for that. And his ex-wife's husband works for a magazine and hires Ike to get the real story. And the ex-wife is played by Rita Wilson and her husband is Hector Elizondo. Fantastic. All popular oh, Gary Marshall yes. cast members. Yes. yes, I love him. So Ike goes to the small town to get the story. It's adorable. I think it's sweet. And it's very funny with this supporting cast, Joan Cusack, Christopher Maloney, Kathleen Marshall, Lori Metcalf, hilarious. I love a small town vibe. And Joan Cusack's character, Peggy Fleming, um, owns the local beauty shop, Curl Up and Die. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And her husband, last name Fleming, he has a local radio news show, Wake Up with Flem. Oh, Oh, man. (laughs) So very funny. But it also has, you know, important theme of like knowing yourself and finding out who you are and that marriage and partnership is not about the glitzy big wedding even though it was a lot of fun to look at all those pretty dresses. So, hey, (laughs) good times. You
0: can't go wrong with Runaway Bride on Netflix. Thanks. Thanks for that tip. So good. Yeah. And my fourth and final pick today is Orlando from 1992. Now, this is a little, I think, a little bit more of an obscure film. It's based on the novel by Virginia Woolf. It's written and directed by Sally Potter And it stars Tilda Swinton, like at the very beginning of her career. So if you're a Tilda Swinton fan, this is a must-see. And this movie kind of has a combination of romance, fantasy, and drama. In the movie, the character becomes either immortal or just very long-lived. And they kind of mysteriously change gender from a man to a woman about halfway through the movie. And this isn't really remarked upon, it just happens. And the same thing is in uh, Virginia Woolf's book. So it's also a period piece and there's just beautiful costuming and set design throughout the whole movie. Tilda Swinton's performance is fantastic. And there a lot of people have talked about like what are the meanings of this story, like the, both the book and the movie, but they both explore gender roles, sexuality, and just identity like through a feminist lens, because of course it was written by Virginia Woolf. One of the big questions is why should Orlando be treated differently when inside they have exactly the same mind and capabilities, whether they are a woman or a man. And the fact that they start as a man and become a woman later really leads to some legal troubles and the ways that other people see the character. So it's really an interesting movie philosophically, if you're into feminist themes I can't believe I didn't actually mention it when we were talking about uh, she's the man, but I think it's because it has such a different tone. It's not at all. One of those funny gender bending comedies It's very much more serious and like just sort of a fantasy. Anyway, really cool movie. i um, currently on Amazon prime. My fourth pick takes us back to
1: my youth. The cutting edge is on the Roku channel. I saw it and kind of screamed a little bit. Um, I I love this one so much. It's about Doug Dorsey, played by DB Sweeney, as an Olympic hockey player who gets injured uh, and he can't play anymore. So after a year or so, he is approached by a figure skating coach to be partners with another Olympian, Kate played by Moira Kelly, who can't keep a figure skating partner because she's just so damn bitchy and difficult and nobody can stand her. Um, but Doug is up for the challenge. At first, he's reluctant because he's like, I'm not a figure skater. I'm a hockey player. But this is like his last chance for any kind of like glory, Olympic glory. So he buckles down and he takes on Kate. And you know, it's that classic, they hate each other, but just can they can't resist the chemistry between them. And I love that. And, you know, the big question is, can they put aside their dislikes and differences to win that gold medal? That's the question. Yes. So much fun.
0: (laughs) I definitely saw this movie a lot of times at Heidi Price's sleepovers in high school. So shout out to Heidi Price.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. See, of course you
0: did. So if you like what you've heard today, please rate, review and subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts and or drop us a line at feedback at romcomcom We would really love to hear what you guys are streaming and loving these days, or any other things you have to tell us about the show. And we'll be releasing our
1: new episode Thursday on Leap Year with Amy Adams and Matthew Good, beginning our travel series with a trip to Ireland, so keep an eye out for that. In the meantime, we hope everyone is doing great. See you next time. Happy streaming.